Hello and welcome to The Rabbit Hole, the definitive developer's podcast in foggy, sodden downtown Manhattan. I'm Sodden? your host. Yeah, I picked Sodden. Yeah, S O D D E N, my guy. <laughs> All right. New vocabulary. <laughs> I am your host, Michael Nunez, and my co host today, Dave Anderson, and the producer, William Jeffries. And today we'll be talking about mentorship versus management. I personally feel that uh, it's important for every developer to have a strong mentorship relationship with another developer who has more experience and a manager that will look into their future to help them guide them into the right path. And today we'll be having that conversation of what that means and what are some things you should look for in your mentor and or in a manager. And You're actually both a mentor and a manager and a mentor's mentor, yeah? Yeah, I, it's like I'm... You're like a meta well, mentor. Yeah, I'm like super turtles. meta. Yeah, super super <laughs> meta mentor going on. Uh, yeah, so at Strata, I am the uh, mentor lead. So I try to find people who are interested in the mentorship program to find other mentors. And right now at the moment, we're in the midst of doing a shuffle. If people are interested in their current mentor, then they can stay. If they're looking to shuffle, then they can shuffle. And... I'm actually leaving it up to the mentees to pick out a pool of people that they're interested so that they can have that relationship oh, starting. Interesting. Are you going to do like some ranked choice or something like that? No, I think it's just like, hey, here's a pool and, um, you know, send me an email of like who you want. Because I imagine the person that they choose, they have some relationship with that person prior. Right. If you wanted to experiment with ranked choice and then later we could implement that nationwide. You know, for elections, that would be great. <laughs> ah, sounds dope. I mean, we should look into that. At the, <laughs> at the moment, we have, um, yeah, it's just an email with the person letting me know that they're interested. If I don't get like a response from a mentee, then I'll assign someone who I feel will be best uh, fitted for that person. And I think like one of the qualities that I would look for is overall understanding the tech stack that the mentee is in to help mm-hmm. them be better at their client. Right. So how would you define or delineate the difference between a mentor and a manager uh maybe mike you could answer this or william if you want to jump in i'll defer to uh to the mentor uh the mentor's mentor the right. meta mentor i think uh i i've used the phrase before uh, in time where a mentor is interested in like the small battles that you have and the manager is more about the war that you need to win So like to dive into that, your mentor will probably ask or answer questions to things that are currently happening, like at the client, like, hey, you know, I'm having trouble testing and react. Uh, What are some ways that you would find a test and react? You know, the mentor could say, oh, yeah, well, I have experience in react and I use, uh, you know, Mokachai sign on or I use uh, Enzyme is really cool if you want to use that, that kind of stuff. So like the experience that the mentor has that can help the mentee in that particular situation is very, very helpful. So it's like someone who's like more focused on the ground, like a squad leader versus your general or... Yeah, exactly. And then like the manager is like, okay, well, I see that you excel very well in front-end development. And I think you would do even better if you studied more, you know, if you read books on like uh, on CSS, for example, to understand CSS a lot better so that... You know, you don't get caught at the client too long spending time CSS. I mean, I personally hate CSS, but it's something that you need to work on to get better as a front-end developer. The manager is overlooking the idea that this is a weak point that you have that you need to get better in. The mentor can say, hey, um, you can go up to your mentor and say, hey, I need help with CSS. What are some things that I can do to better 
learn those skills in in CSS and they can refer to you to books or like, you know, frameworks and whatnot. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, going going along the same lines of drawing a metaphor to another dynamic. Uh, I I like the metaphor of your mother as your manager. Like this, this is, I'm just relating back to my own personal family life here. You know, when I wanted a car, I went to my mom and I was like, "Mom, give me a car." And she's like, "Okay, maybe if you get good grades, let's you know take a look at your report card over the course of the next few quarters." Blah 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 blah. And I went to my sister and I was like, "Adrian, can I just like can I borrow your car?" And she's like, "Don't tell mom." Right, so that's your mentor, right? Like, so your, me- your mentor is like a hundred percent on your side in your corner. Like they don't, they don't have that bigger picture. What is best for you? They are, uh, they are like purely an ally. It's yeah. it's a totally confidential relationship. Like, right? I don't. They, they I, don't tell mom. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like when I go to my when I go to my mentor. Uh, and I say, you know, ah, fucking this this guy has been been a, a nightmare to work with. This uh, my Strider pair, like over <laughs> my client, is just such an idiot. Oh my god, yeah, I yeah. hate him. Right, uh, and yeah. I. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is funny because Dave is my Strider pair, and Nunez is my mentor. For those of you guys who don't. Who don't know? Awkward. Um, <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> uh, just teasing. <laughs> and so I go to I go to Nunez, and, and Nunez is like, okay, so you know, um, tactics for dealing with Dave because he smells so bad. Just like get, <laughs> just like get some. This is some a common gum. problems in our discussion. I think <laughs> like there's someone, always someone who smells bad. Whereas R- like when I go me. to. <laughs> You know, when I go to my manager and I say, you know, like Dave has like this this BO problem that I just can't handle anymore. You know, yeah. he's the one who's like, okay, I'm going to be the organizational structural interface for a, a formal complaint. We're going right. to lodge this with the city against Dave for not using deodorant. Right, right. Um, or like we'll have Anne Marie like kind of come in and <laughs> mediate the dispute as our HR. Exactly. And make a spreadsheet and let people know, here's how you use deodorant and make it so that everyone listens to it. We all know needs it. Like, I mean, I don't know. But I think like if you go back to your sister who will let you borrow the car, right? I imagine like as she's handing you the keys, it's more like, hey, whatever you do, don't drink and drive with the car. Or like we'll give you advice for the car even though you got the car anyway. Like, it's not like, oh, just hear the car, do whatever you want kind of thing. Because she cares for your best interest as well, but she sees beyond the car getting because you just want the car right now, all right? Like, you don't want to get good grades and stuff like that. But now you have the car. Hey, be careful out there. I'm giving you these keys and, you know, use them wisely kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's making my mentor sound like a bad influence. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like enabling me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's not, so it's not that your mentor is an enabler. It's that your mentor is there more to enhance what you already have. In this analogy, I already know how to drive. My sister is just enhancing my own abilities to be one of the cool kids. Right. Get, get more popular in high yeah. school. And similarly, when I meet with my mentor, my mentor is usually asking me questions to try and help me figure out the solutions to my own problems and then maybe asking uh maybe getting giving me a couple of pieces of pointed advice to to push me in the right direction but 
generally, uh, they're giving me something. The mentor is there to enable you to solve your own problems rather than solving them for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe get just giving you some like good advice from their personal experience. I don't know if we can keep building off of this example of the car, but like your sister might know from her experience that like if she had a car in this one situation, then it would have made a large difference in her personal situation. Or like when she did have a car, it, it made a big difference. And like by having the car now, it'll help you in the future and you'll be a better person or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just had a meeting with my mentor this morning, and I, I think that was that was pretty helpful. I think a lot of it was rubber ducking, like the concept where you're just talking about your problems to them, and they're just like kind of smiling and nodding and like letting you work through to your own solution. Because I think at the end of the, the meeting, I was like thanking him, and I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And he's like, I don't think I really added that much. You just kind of solve your own problem. But he did also have some like personal experience that he added on top of that, and and I think that like helped me help me clarify what the problems were and comforted me that like someone else has gone through it and there is a solution. There's a lot of things in the tunnel for it. Yeah. I think, um, another difference is that your mentor is more likely to say yes. And for example, you go to your mentor and you say, Hey, I want to raise. And your mentor says, yes. And you should also ask for more professional development time right? because that's going to move you forward in your career. Uh, and then you go to your manager and you say, hey, I want to raise and more professional development time. And your yeah. manager says, no, but yeah. <laughs> um, if you uh, meet these particular performance goals, we yeah. will give you a promotion and that promotion will come with a raise. And that both of those have their place, right? Like you need somebody who has been there before and who knows that actually probably the professional development is going to do you better than the raise would. Right, uh, but you also need someone to act as a creative constraint, and show and show you how to achieve your goals in a more sustainable way, prevent you from taking shortcuts. I think it's also like focused you to the bigger goals of the organization, maybe to a degree. Like maybe it may not make sense for you to go to your manager and tell him you want to learn trumpet, when you know you really should be focusing on that CSS. Right, that's where the mentor comes in and can tell you. It's funny you say that because I've actually played trumpet before, and I can see how it would benefit someone who's a software developer to play trumpet because it's a very interesting way to start something anew for the first time, right? Like if you've been programming for, um, you know, for three years in in Ruby at the client that you're in now, you really forgot what it's like to learn something like to learn Ruby again for the first time because you already know it but like if you pick up a trumpet then you get to realize oh, okay like i i have this skill that i need to learn that i need to get better in and you figure out all the tools necessary to get good at trumpet playing and then from there builds confidence in you that you can then carry on to many other things that could, that includes like public speaking or like you know doing a demo in front of the client like I found those things to help me, mm -hmm. you know, perform better in front of people because I can play trumpet in front of people. Um, so like, I mean, I don't think like, like like you mentioned before, I don't think the manager would, would tell you, yeah, I think trumpet playing would be good and we'll give, mm -hmm. you a, we'll give you a raise if you play trumpet. But more like, oh, your mentor would try and be insightful as to why trumpet playing may be good in this situation. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, let's talk about um, some of the things. So we were talking about some of the differences between a mentor and a manager, and I like want to kind of bring it all together into some of the similarities that you would have in a good mentor and a good manager. Uh, William, do you have any examples of like what some of the things that they both would bring to the table? Listening. 
for sure listening. Both of them spend a lot more time listening than they do talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like listening and having empathy for the situation and the person are really important. And like being able to put yourself in, in someone else's shoes to dig into your personal experience and find a place where you overlap with them in this current situation where you can give them some advice or direction. It's really important. Yeah, developer empathy. I think um, one of the things that I try to do as a manager, um, more as a more manager than a mentor is uh, not micromanage the managing that I'm currently dealing with. I feel like if I give someone like a goal that they can achieve, I would just let them know like, hey, how's that going? And just like kind of let them swim. Right. Like if they're swimming on the deep end and they're not drowning and they're doing fine, you know, I could kind of give them, you know, kind of ask them about it, but not like, you know, message them every day. Like, hey, are you what page are you up to on the CSS book? Did you catch (laughs) up on it? Like, are you 10 pages in from yesterday? Like you said, like I said, you should do like kind of thing. Um, I think like the idea of like stepping away and let the developer grow with some of the guidance that you gave that person gives them more freedom to grow to the developer they will be, which would Mm -hmm. be awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's that in itself is um like just setting up goals for your uh your manager or your your mentee. I think is pretty important. Obviously as we mentioned before, those goals will look different from a mentor standpoint to a manager, but the fact that you have a relationship with this developer and you want to see them strive in whatever they're currently doing, to have goals set up for them is like really important. At the end of the day, mm. so they have like you know bullets that they can hit within the time that you have sharing knowledge with this person. I think it's pretty right, important. but kind of like trying to keep a light touch, like we were talking about before, like letting them have some self direction and uh, being able to fulfill their own destiny, be it to succeed or fail, yeah, and learn from that. Another thing I I came into mind would be like how how do, how do you say this like. You know, if a mentee has a uh, has an issue that they need to get better in, uh, let me try and think of an example. I know Elixir is like the the new thing that people want to do, and they're interested in Elixir. And I may not be well versed in Elixir. I will take the responsibility as a mentor to kind of dig in to some Elixir content, and then try to provide it to the mentee. Like, hey, I actually found this like blog post that you should read on why Elixir is awesome. Or, hey, uh, I was you know recommended to read this book and i think you should too it would be very insightful to why you want to learn elixir or why um elixir is the new craze and why here's a here's a way to get started kind of thing mentee's already stressing about the fact that this that they can't learn that they haven't learned elixir they don't know the resources to get it so as a servant leader you can help them you know gain that knowledge by giving them whatever experience you have and whatever knowledge you have. And if you don't have any, then you go out of your way to go and fetch that for them. Mm, yeah. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> it is. I mean, but it, it you pay like you pay it forward. Like I I mean, I say this because I remember when I was trying to learn from like learn all the things, all the programming things, you know, to have people who are more than happy to say, hey, you know, read up on this. Like this is very helpful for you in your career get to know these things this is the future like it's really cool that i had that opportunity so like the fact that i'm able to do that with other people it's pretty pretty awesome yeah i i I like that that concept of servant leadership too like kind of taking a step back and letting that person kind of grow just by removing roadblocks and you know kind of letting them make their own path and uh if necessary you know 
serving as a, a, a positive role model and giving them something something to emulate, but not necessarily um, forcing them down any any particular goal or path. There's a great quote about servant leadership that I think really relates to what you were talking about, Nunez, about the commonalities between mentorship and management, and it's that um, because of the word, because of the phrase servant leadership, people think of serving as a type of leadership, but really leadership is a type of serving. Mm. That is one way that you serve others. Is by leading. Yeah. I like to bring up the question, where, where could one of our listeners find the mentor to further expand their career? Yeah, I think that's an interesting question um, because companies, you always have a manager or like 99.9% unless you're working at like Valve right. and you have a manager <laughs> um, because it's organizational, it's hierarchical, like it's how business gets done. Um, but often for a mentor, it's something you need to seek out for yourself. We're pretty lucky because we're provided with a, a mentor as part of the package here at Stride, which is, is great. Um, but I mean, there's, there's a lot of different ways that you can find a mentor. I'm sure you guys can contribute to this as well. I did, uh, I was involved in a couple of different things, um, that provide mentorship to people out there. There's a service called code mentor that I worked with for a little while where they provide a platform for you to find people who need guidance on specific problems they're having uh, related to programming. Uh, maybe they're just beginning at programming. Maybe they're a little more advanced and they're stuck on something more troublesome or more, more difficult they haven't encountered before, like you know, using uh, web sockets in your Django server. Like, mm. It's like cutting edge stuff. Some, they need someone to like bounce it off. So right. you can hook up with them uh, and they have a sh- screen sharing platform and you can chat with them. And I think it's, it's pretty, pretty awesome how like technology platforms like that, it's not the only one out there that allow people to get mentorship no matter where they are. That's pretty cool. I, I, I think, I believe my first mentor that I've actually um, picked up was like within the company. Like the company that I worked with before didn't provide mentors. Like, oh, this is your mentor. This is who you need to speak with. It was mm-hmm. more like it was like a company meeting, uh, like a pretty formal thing. And um, I got to meet like one of the tech leads at the company and having a conversation with him. I enjoyed having the conversation both about programming and not about programming where I asked like, hey, can we meet up for coffee? And I could have easily been denied like, no. small fry we're not gonna do that but i think like being part of the company and him you know realizing that i'm i am a small fry at the time um trying to look for like that guidance he took me up on the offer and then we met up for lunch like once a month and i just would talk to him about like situations that i'm in or like you know how i was feeling if i felt like i needed to learn more Mm -hmm. about a particular uh code stack then he would provide me with books and information that would help bring me more confidence in that piece. That's um, awesome. Yeah. It was just like, oh, just looking at, looking for it. Like, you know, being able to ask someone, just like rubbing elbows with someone who has more experience than you and just like picking their brain and like asking for ideas is like one of the many ways to find a great mentor. And then, you know, it, it could be a friendship as well. Like you guys can um, in the future work together once again or like have your own startup, like thinking way, way beyond the future. <laughs> but 
you have someone you can call, like even send an email, like, hey, what's going on? I have this problem. What's up? Right, and right. It doesn't have to be a meeting every time. It's just like, oh, do you have any information on uh, Python? I'm actually at a Python client now and I need some skills. Could you like pass me any Python references or right, Python right. information? So like did that relationship actually crystallize into something where it's like named a mentor? Like, will you be my mentor or was it just kind of something that grew out, out of like you know something organic yeah i don't think i don't think we put the label like that that was a thing but that's totally what it was right right, right. like it was just like hey i need help please help me i'm drowning here in the deep <laughs> end and the person you know saw it as an opportunity to share like that knowledge to share information awesome. on things yeah. that i needed help with which was really cool yeah i think another strategy that's effective for getting a mentor is to be willing to work on whatever it is that they're interested in i think it's kind of hard as a as a mentor sometimes to justify paying it forward to a particular person if there are a lot of people who would be good candidates for mentees and there isn't really a strong motivator to pick one or or maintain a connection with one. I think a lot of people do find that it's intrinsically rewarding enough that they do that, but mm -hmm. a lot of people don't. And one thing that you can do to make it more interesting for them is to get interested in whatever they're interested in. So if what you really need is help with your React client, but the person that you want mentorship from is into Elixir, then maybe you just do Elixir. And mm -hmm. then you still get to learn from them and right. you get to build that relationship and then you get to be good friends. And then when you go to them with the react question, they say, oh yeah, of course, I'm happy to help you with that because I know you so well from all of the, all of the Elixir work that we've been doing. And yeah. I already have gotten into the habit of teaching you stuff. It's, it's almost like an apprenticeship than a mentorship, like kind of a different flavor. Yeah. Like where it's like kind of altruistic, but you're also like getting something out of it. You're in my workshop. You're helping me build something fun. Yeah, Mr. Um, Miyagi has you washing cars for a while. Right. Yeah, that's an apprenticeship. That's that's a mentorship, but like kind of an apprenticeship as well. Like you're you're painting the fence. Cool. <laughs> cool. So I'm I'm glad we got a lot of the uh, similarities of a of a good mentor and a good manager and some of the differences between the two, and. I hope the listeners out there who are interested in looking for a mentor or actually becoming mentors would be very helpful to kind of go over the podcast and see some of the pinpoints that you identified with uh, mentorship. And hopefully uh, we get a lot more mentors after this uh, episode. Cool. Do we have any uh, teacher learns that we'd like to discuss? Because I have one. Shoot. So I'm, I'm working on a front-end code base and the current stack that they have is Mustache. And Mustache templating is a templating framework that could be used across many, many, many applications that I was unaware of until I went on Wikipedia. And very, very interesting stuff. Like, it, I think it was uh, created around 2009, and you can definitely see, like, some of the bits and pieces of, like, front-end templating of an application that, like, React uses as components, that Mustache uses as templates. Hmm. And, like, React took the really good things about template and handlebars and made it into like these components where it's easy to read and it's just like, oh, it looks like HTML and some JavaScript. Very, very similar stuff. It's it's very interesting to like, you know, go back and work on this particular templating application and kind of see how front end was a thing, 
using this application. It's like archaeology. You're digging up the dinosaur bones that later evolved it was like, into that it's, chicken. It's like five years ago. Like that's <laughs> like the craziest thing. It was only five years ago. It feels. It feels. It not that it feels old. It's just like oh, that's a different way of doing it. And I can see mm-hmm. how frameworks like uh, React and maybe even Angular look at that particular thing. It's like oh, we can actually take this system and then use it to our advantage because we thought we've seen this the way it's done here, and we can now do it differently. Right. Kind of using those components. It makes and something like React adjacently possible. Yeah. And I, like you can see the evolution of having these templates and stuff. I thought it was uh, it's awesome. really, really interesting and I'm um, still diving into that. It's really fun, fun stuff. Uh, really cool. I'm enjoying the mustache. I mean, I don't have uh, a mustache as I'm programming. I feel like that's like the thing I should. I'm actually trying to grow one just for the sake of, <laughs> you know, twirling my mustache as I'm mustaching. You know, I don't know. It's like <laughs> it seems. Um, it seems like the thing you should do as you mustache. Right. It's like a hockey beard, but you just it's a it's just a mustache, and you yeah. shave it when you're done with the project. Yeah, exactly. That you're I mean, mustache for exactly. I think that's that's the perfectly good use of the mustache while mustaching and mustache tumbling. <laughs> cool. I like to thank the listeners. Thank you so much for listening. I like to thank my co-host Dave and the producer William uh, for being on the mic. Yeah, thank you. And uh, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. That's uh, Radio Free Rabbit, and we hope to hear some, uh, or rather, read some interaction from our listeners. Thank you. And we'll see you next time.